So I have an actual Chad here today. Chad, say hi. Hello. <laughs> so this is going to be really exciting because it's a true fuckboy. Do you consider yourself a true fuckboy? Uh, that's, that's a multifaceted question. I'm, I have fuckboy tendencies. Fuckboy um, tendencies. Yeah. I mean, would I classify myself as a true fuckboy? No. But, I mean, everybody goes through a hoe phase, right? So, <laughs> I mean, fuckboy tendencies, definitely, yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, so we're going to get right into your V-card. Are you ready for your V-card oh, to be pulled? Let's, let's do it. What is your favorite position? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's there's a couple different answers. Really, I, I enjoy doggy style. It's fun. Anything that gives me control or power over the situation, that's that's definitely my thing. So you definitely like to be in control in the bedroom. Yeah, uh, I, apparently, yes, obviously. Okay. Should we tell them? <laughs> so we have hooked up just once, though. And it was not great. It wasn't memorable. <laughs> I was... Still drunk. I was a little high. And uh, I remember going to pee after we hooked up, and there was still my whole eye makeup was on the seat <laughs> of the toilet from throwing up the night before. So you can imagine the scenario. So, yeah. And that was a while ago. That was a while ago. So we're good. We're good. We're buds. We're buddies. Oh, yeah. I am, yeah. Interesting times. But. Okay, I would say my favorite position, yeah. I like doggy. I like to be, like, choked and hair-pulled, too. Like, but I also really like missionary. Like, I really enjoy missionary. Because it just hits so deep, and it's just, like, yeah. You don't like missionary at all? I I don't. I don't think I do. I think it's boring. Um, I mean, any male listeners who may be listening to this are going to understand you're gonna, you're gonna hamstrings are gonna get tight. You're gonna pull something. <laughs> it's just, it's not having a good time. Okay. Well, you fucked me in missionary. Eh, I mean, it was kind of missionary. Semi missionary. All right, that's fine. So, how do we know each other? How did we meet? Uh, through dating apps. Uh, Which Bumble, one? I think Bumble multiple. I prefer. Bumble or and or Hinge. Okay. Yeah, I know we, like, started talking on Bumble, but I know we matched on Bumble and Hinge. Yep. And uh, it wasn't, like, awkward either. Like, we talked for a while before we ever actually chilled. Yeah. yeah. And we had, like, I told you all about my, like, fuckboy stories. So yeah. it was yeah. interesting. But I think, like, we have good conversations. Would you say we're friends? Yeah. Oh, I would definitely say that. And I, I think this is where my, I would say my fuckboy tendencies really shine through is, I genuinely think I'm a good person, but okay. uh, <laughs> such a Chad. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I mean, there there are times, you know, I, I do like to get to know people. I like making friends. I'm very social. But yeah, I, I would definitely consider us friends. Yeah. What's the biggest way that you think we're different, like dating or like hooking up wise, and then just like personality wise? Oh man. Well, I think personality wise is going to be. A little bit easier to dive into first. <laughs> We're both fucked up. Yeah, I mean, we both we both have our damage. You know, we both have our baggage. But I think 
personality-wise, I think there's things that we're more similar on than we are different. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong. No, I agree. But I would, I think the, really the biggest thing that we disagree on philosophically would probably be thoughts on marriage, love, children, stuff like that. Mm. Um, yeah. Not that that's a bad thing, you know, I mean, it's okay if someone doesn't want kids or doesn't want a monogamous lifestyle. No shame in that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, to each their own. Right. It's probably good. <laughs> We're going to jump right into the topic. So I know Let's this is super exciting for both of us because we've talked about this a lot. Daddy issues. Ooh, my favorite. They make they make a great time. So do you think I have daddy issues? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, what's the first thing that I did that made you think I had daddy issues? Do you remember? <sighs> I mean, aside, it's for me, it's really easy to identify once you start talking about uh, anything really of a sexual nature. Like mm-hmm. You find out someone's sexual preference. You know, as you just mentioned, you like being choked, you like your hair pulled, like, that to me is a dead giveaway obvious, <laughs> for obvious reasons. Um, and then, you know, you usually find women with daddy issues tend to be more on the submissive side. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, what's our, what's our age difference? I'm you, 28. Okay. Yeah. 28. So we're... Five years apart. Yeah. Four or five. I like that I just tried to do that mental math and it and was not coming to me. <laughs> I promise I graduated from school. Jesus. I haven't seen the degree, guys. I don't know where it is. Um, okay. Anyway, do you think that girls with daddy issues tend to go for guys that are older than them? Yes. I, yeah. I mean, the, the easy answer is yes. But there's also cases, you know, depends on the dynamic of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Because I know plenty of women who date older men who don't have daddy issues. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, if if it's a casual encounter, if it's an entanglement, as we like to call it, um, <laughs> then then I definitely think that the age discrepancy is plays in a very important part when determining if someone, you know, if your partner has daddy issues. So you thought, like, just when we were talking and everything about hooking up, that me saying like I wanted to be slapped or choked or my hair pulled was a dead giveaway that I had daddy issues? Was there something else? I mean, obviously I feel like I'm more naturally submissive with how I talk to you. Just like I say, yes, sir. Or what else do I say that like gave it away? I know you pointed out that I say, yes, sir. It's definitely the yes, sir. It's it to me is really what really shines through is anytime you're interacting with, with an older male or a male of authority, you know, the true submissiveness really shines through. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, and that's m- the easiest way that I've I- ever identified daddy issues is, you know, if you really want to know about someone's daddy issues, first learn about their kind of professional aspirations. You know, so I, I've talked to dozens of women. For me, the easiest way to determine is ask about the relationship with their boss. You know, if they're always trying to earn the approval of their boss, mm-hmm. that to me is is a dead giveaway that they didn't have a father in the household growing up. What if you have a bitch that doesn't have a job? 
Well, then you fucking run because <laughs> I ain't out here trying to fucking babysit. No, you don't want to be the sugar daddy? No, I'm more of a splendid daddy. <laughs> Stevia, at least? <laughs> Maybe. Oh, my God. splendid daddy. All right. All right. I can get behind that. Do you generally attract girls that have daddy issues or do you specifically go after girls that have daddy issues? I think it's a little of column A, a little of column B. Okay. Um, I I definitely kind of fit that that aesthetically. I do not fit the whole daddy role. Um, mm. Dad bod and a beard. I mean, I, I feel like that does fit the aesthetic, but you know, more or less, I, I like to describe myself as someone who looks like they should probably sell life insurance. <laughs> Some Jake from State Farm type shit. Yeah. No, I mean, you're like Midwest dad. I mean, you're in the right area for this. Right, right. <laughs> Geographically, you pick the right area. <laughs> but I, I think I do often seek out women who physically appear that they may have daddy issues. I, I think that's my own personal trauma that kind of attracts that type or seeks out that type. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, that's a whole other conversation, guys. Yeah, I mean, like, I think my daddy issues shine through with, like, how I talk to men. And then, like, I didn't know my father growing up. Like, I've never met him or anything. And my other men in my life, my grandpa, my uncles, have all been more of, like, a father figure to me. So it's been interesting that I specifically go after guys that are significantly older than me. Like, we're, I'm in my early 20s, and I'm like, I was going after guys that were 50, 60. That's probably not the best idea to fuck a couple of 50-year-olds when you're 22. No shame. Judgment-free <laughs> zone here. But I don't know. I mean, it, I think it also makes me way more fun in bed. Do you think girls with daddy issues fuck better? Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. They're like doing some nasty shit. They're hopping on women, it. Yeah, women with, with daddy issues, they are wholly prepared. Wholly prepared to give you that gluck gluck 9000. To give you, <laughs> you know, the, the show at the rodeo. Okay? Yeah. Okay, I have a question for you. So I was talking to this dude that I'm like seeing. And to me, I will not give the gluck gluck. Until I know he deserves it. Like, I was giving him head this last weekend. And it was okay head. Right? Like, it was not anything I'm proud of. Like, I would not <laughs> give myself a trophy for this. But we were talking about it today. And I was like, I'm not going to give you the gluck gluck until, like, I know. Like, you deserve the gluck gluck. Do you think that bitches are doing that? Or do you think they're just going, like, full gluck gluck 9000? Because I will work it up. I will give you, like, an okay blowjob. Like, okay, we're talking like four and a half, five out of 10. Then I'm going to ramp it up to like the Gluck Gluck 3,000. Then the 6,000. And then if I am marrying this man, he is getting the 9,000 on a daily basis. <laughs> I, I don't even know how to respond to that. I, I'm i more of a dominant side. So I don't really like relinquishing that control. For me, generally speaking, pleasure is more about my partner and, and taking control of that entire situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
I, I guess I don't have enough of a sample size to really, <laughs> to really make a judgment on that. Yeah. But I will say all of the women that I've ever been with that had daddy issues, I, they've got that gorilla grip, super soaker, make you last 60 <laughs> seconds and put you to sleep kitty. Right. So, I mean, for me, that's, that's always the most fun. Okay. I mean, like, I know for a fact I did not give you good head. I was <laughs> yeah. also fucking hungover and drunk, and it was just disgusting. not really feeling it. No, we're just nothing to write home about. No, we're thankful I just didn't throw up. <laughs> that was really like the only thing. Anything else that you generally like know about girls that have daddy issues? Like you and I have talked about it, and like we've went ham into it. Like, is there anything else specifically that you, like, how do you identify a girl with daddy issues in a bar? Is it the bitch that's hopping on the bar and dancing? Is it the girl that has, like, guys consistently coming up to her? Like, how do you find, if you were to go out and find a bitch that has daddy issues, how would you find her? So, really, I think it's it comes to what you first mentioned is typically it's it's that girl on top of the bar dancing. Um she wants the attention. Yeah, that that's really what it comes down to is it's really easy to identify if you know what you're looking for. These women are seeking the validation from men. Women with a more a more robust relationship with their father, they are not going to necessarily have to <laughs> seek that validation. They've already earned it. So really it what's easy to identify is is the seeking of attention from a men and b older men as well as uh you know they they're typically kind of the center of attention or want to be okay i mean generally i think yes i think there's also girls that don't have daddy issues that are going to be the wild ones that are going to be on top of the bar but i think that's very few and far between definitely but i think but there's also girls like i'm not going to be the one that's getting on top of a bar like, at all. Like, I will not be dancing on top of a bar, half naked. Like, <laughs> that is not my vibe. But I feel like I still always attract guys that are more on, like, the dom side when I go out. Just from how I, like, hold myself, the places that I go out to. I mean, I'm not going out to, like, college bars, right? I'm going to, like, I'm like that stupid bitch that's at the martini bar, like sitting there having a dirty martini by myself. And I am looking for the next guy that I'm like, his wallet looks like it's a little heavier in the back. Like I'm going for him. <laughs> like we're making eye contact. And I'm like, you want to buy me a martini? Like I'm totally here for that. I don't know. I mean, do you think. There's... I think you've just learned how to finesse the game. You know where <laughs> you know where to find a target rich environment. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Okay, so let's just briefly talk about that, which this doesn't really have anything to do with daddy issues. But while we were, like, fucking around, how good did I play the game? And be honest. A little too well. <laughs> that makes me happy. I mean, you play the game well enough. You tapped out. Eh. Yes, you did. No, you tapped. no, I, I played my own version of the game and I lost, so... I, I think that's a more fair assessment okay. than saying I tapped out. That makes me sound like a like pussy. I, yeah, it makes me sound like I couldn't handle it. I just you got tired of it. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, you know, there's a you, you walk a fine line between you know playing the game and and 
being a being a bitch. Yeah, well, uh, and, and you you play that role very well. You walk that line very well. Um, oh, I love it. That's yeah. it brings me so much joy playing this fucking game. I mean, <laughs> men have video games. You have men, so <laughs> my roster lined up, just fucking stacked. <laughs> but yeah, is there anything that I mean? Honestly, you're probably gonna be on here more than once, just because I'm annoying. And we can probably, like, talk about it more later. But is there anything that I did while playing the game that stuck out that was that you either didn't like or that you liked a lot? So I would say the thing that I, I you know, to use your words, the thing that I liked was you always found a way to hook someone back in. <laughs> um, I love it. I mean, and, and by that we're talking, you know, random booty pics at, like, 12 in the afternoon or... <laughs> You know, something along those lines. I, mean, I, I would say the thing that I may not have liked, I mean, you're good at the game. You, you understand the game. I think your execution sometimes could use a little help. You're, you're, you're not a very tactful person with how you word things. Enlighten me. <laughs> I'm shook right now. I mean, one example that has always stuck out was... Oh, uh, God. I'm nervous. <laughs> I mean, it's just a time where you, you said that I should find a dumb girl because then I can control the, the relationship. Until I can control the intellectual uh, interactions. But that was part of my game. And you asked me what part of your game I don't like, and I, I gave you, you a blunt and honest answer. I mean, I was just trying to, like, completely fuck with your head. Exactly. So that was, like, a good part of my game. You just didn't like it. Well, because it was false. Okay. I mean, if you come at me with some truth, then maybe I'm like, I okay, okay, I see she's playing the game. Yeah, I mean, I definitely did say that just to, like, fuck with you heavy. And I knew, I knew that it wasn't true, but I was, like, having the vibe that it was true. So I just, like, Ouch. went ham with it. Ouch. And I remember I was sitting there with Miss Rosin, and I was like, what do I say to this kid that's really going to fuck with him? And I just, like, kept racking, like, going through different things. And I'm like, I know this is going to fuck with him hard. And then I was like, go, send. You know, and the frustrating part is that I probably could have responded and kept playing the game. That was that was when I tapped out. That was. Yeah. I wouldn't say I tapped out. I, I, no, I, I played my own version of the game. I left you on red. You sent a booty pick. I sent back nice. No, motherfucker. <laughs> I left you on red, and then the next day I was like, you know what? This little fucker, no. So I sent you a booty pic, and I was like, all right. And he does. He goes, nice. And I was like, fuck this kid. <laughs> and then I was like, nah, I'm not, I'm not doing this shit. But I did text you the next day, and I was like, that's all you really want to fucking say is nice? And then you were like, I'm having a bad day, and I'm like, fuck. All right, I won't play the game today. No, see, that was my version of the game because you texted me. You texted me. <laughs> Fuck you. I got under your skin. A little bit. I mean, enough so that I that I'd actually approached uh, at least one of my exes and one of my closest friends to uh, confirm or deny the allegation. Not gonna <laughs> lie, it did fuck with me a little bit. Oh, but uh, I you know, love I, I it. think I think responding to a booty pick, which admittedly was a, a good booty pick. I think responding with with nice was equally as effective 
at playing the game. I was salty. I was like, this motherfucker really thinks my ass is just nice. Playing the game. The game played you. Fuck you. It's fine. You still tapped it, so that's on you, bro. Well, I guess you did win the game. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, I've done that. I'm done with that. So, anything else with daddy issues you want to cover? Oh, man. I'm I'm sure I, there's plenty more that I want to say. I mean, you psychoanalyzed me, like, really early on when we started talking. And you were like, yep, your dad isn't in the picture. And I was like, oh, okay. All right, Dr. I, Phil. So, for me, I just notice these things. I pick up on these things. And for me, I understand that people fit into certain categories, archetypically speaking. So, you know, it, it's it's really easy to identify when you're a very hyper-aggressive, uh, very type A personality, very success and goal-oriented. It really manifests itself in, in two different ways. Number one, as I just mentioned, someone who's a very type A career, uh, goal-oriented. Are you saying I'm a psycho? Yes. I'm definitely not saying you're a psycho. I mean, unless you wear that badge with honor, then be as psycho as you want to claim you are. <laughs> uh, you know, so that's that's one archetype, whereas the second is a complete polar opposite. They are looking for someone who will kind of step into that father role. Mm-hmm. They're looking for typically an older male who is well enough off, you know, nobody wants to fuck with a broke boy. <laughs> so, True. you know, it, it, I, I think it fits into two, two significant categories, archetypically speaking. No, I agree. I think, yeah, I mean, I'm very much type A, career, career goal, obsessed. Career driven, goal oriented. I think I've always tried to steer away from being the one that just relies on like having a sugar daddy or having a dude take care of me because I will, in the words of, Jay Wow, rip their heads off. <laughs> um, I'm watching Jersey Shore again. Yeah, no, I agree. I think it's interesting too because, like, from what I've seen, the girls that have the daddy issues where they just want a guy to take care of them and they want like a dude to like physically, mentally, and emotionally support them fully and be completely dependent on them are usually the ones that are just a hot fucking mess and like. If you want a dude that does that, like, totally fine. Like, do your thing, chicken wing. Like, I'm not going to judge you. That's just not my vibe. From a man's perspective, they're definitely a lot of fun. But uh, then they'll slash three of your four tires and, you know, start a fire in your apartment. So, I mean. Or flip their your fucking pictures over, you psycho, and you're still fucking her. Yeah, but it's fun. <laughs> Oh, my God. I can no. replace tires. <laughs> You're, I, can, I got I got renter's insurance. I'm fine. She's going to kill you in your sleep. I can only hope. <laughs> oh, God. Quick and painless, please. Oh, my God. You need to turn your snap location off. It is. I've already done that. Efficient, like, do not let her see anything. She will literally show up there wherever you are. And she'll be, like, looking through the fucking window. I mean, she's going to need a tall ladder, but, like, <laughs> it's whatever. I mean, whatever. Jesus. Should I tell my sugar daddy story, or should I tell my first time I called the guy daddy in bed? Start with the sugar daddy story, because I don't think I've heard this one. 
<laughs> okay. So the story for this week is my first sugar daddy story. So I interned in New York City a couple years ago, and I was a broke fucking bitch, like insanely broke. And you were I, on that ramen noodle diet. Yeah. Well, kind of. I was paying rent in New York for a shitty apartment in deep Brooklyn, and that was like $2,000 a month. Then I was also paying rent for my college apartment, all the utilities there, and it was a clusterfuck. And I was working four jobs at the time. So, like, it was insane. And I was so tired of going to the bodega and getting a sandwich. And I'm like, I just want to eat good food. (laughs) So uh, I got on Seeking because I've heard about it from other people. I just put my location to New York and I was like, all right, I'm going to do this. Like, I'm not going to sleep with any of them. That's disgusting. Like saggy balls. This was still early on before my like hoe phase, like when town the shitter. I met this guy like a weekend of being on Seeking I do have daddy issues. So like, that's fine, whatever. Like, I'm okay with that. But he was very attractive. He's very successful, like very successful. And he was like, he went to a college like close to mine. Like he's from the Midwest originally. And then he went there and he works for a big financial firm, like whatever. And he just wanted somebody to take to like a gala or a work event or something like that. Did I tell you this story? I don't think so. He was like, we're going to go to this work event and I need you to look like really nice. And I'm like, well, you see, I wear like jeans and a t-shirt or jeans and a blouse to work. Like I'm not sitting there looking like fucking every New York model. Like not, not that that would ever happen, but he was like, I want you to take the car. I'm going to send a car to you. I want you to go to the place, the store And I want you to get whatever dress you want. And I'm like, okay. So I didn't believe him like that this was even happening or anything. And then literally Friday night, I get home from work. I text him and he's like, okay, the car's on the way. And I'm like, okay, like I'm down for this. And here I am just like this random fucking bitch. The car comes to get me and it takes me to somewhere in Manhattan to this little like little boutique dress shop and the ladies like sitting there taking my measurements and doing all this and I'm like I have a glass of champagne and she's like no he already like put his credit card down just whatever you want make sure you get it and I'm like what I look at these dresses minimum like the cheapest one that I saw was like seven thousand I'm like what the fuck I'm like okay yep so I got a new dress pair of shoes a clutch um lingerie like he sent it all over and I didn't take any of it with me they sent it over um the next day because we were going to the event he was like just get dressed I'll pick you up I'll bring a car like it'll be fine and we went to the event we didn't like do anything I think I just had like my arm around him the whole time or something like I maybe gave him like a peck on the cheek or something and that's all he wanted he literally just wanted somebody to like be there with him that was young and didn't look like an old hag and it blew my mind because I had no clue and he still paid me for being there he literally gave me $700 for just standing next to him 
And it blew my mind. And he's like, I want you to keep the dress. And, like, we planned on meeting a couple of other times, like, different events to go to. I went to, like, a rooftop lounge with him that he was, like, meeting somebody there, like, some buddy of his or, like, business partner. I don't really know. But I just sat there. And he's like, you don't need to, like, listen to the conversation if you don't want to, which I did because I'm nosy. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, it was just really interesting. And, I mean, I would have fucked him at that point. So that was my bad. I should have fucking fucked him. I could have got like $2,000 or something. But I felt terrible that he told me that I could keep the dress. So I sent the dress back to the store, actually. I don't know. We don't really, we talk occasionally, but that was like my first ever sugar daddy story. And that's like the tame one. There's like some wild ones, but that's to come. Do you have any kind of daddy story i put daddy in air quotes daddy story so like sugar daddy i'm assuming no (laughs) um like the first time a girl has called you daddy or the first time that you knew you were really into girls with daddy issues um so really the one story i've got kind of encompasses the last two topics um i was talking to this girl uh, we eventually ended up dating, but she, you know, shared some of her her sexual interests with me. Uh, you know, kind of standard stuff at this point: choking, hair pulling, light degradation, bondage, stuff like that. Um, really, hallmarks of a girl with daddy issues. <laughs> um, so, you know, one night we were we were going at it. Um, had her restrained to the bed. You know, kind of just doing what 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 I do and I I she was a good girl so I finally uh, untied her and and you know we fucked and she uh, as we were fucking she called me daddy she said yes daddy you know any variation of that and uh, to quote Jay Cole Jesus Christ <laughs> I came fast like 911 in white neighborhoods. All right. Oh my God. It was, that was the moment. That was kind of my sexual awakening uh, as far as kind of BDSM domination, um, that kind of stuff goes. That was, that was really my sexual awakening. And, and that was the moment that I, I really knew that I like this. I like being in control. I like being mm-hmm. dominant. I like dominating my partner. So, uh, that that's really my story kind of encompasses both topics. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I fucking love calling a guy daddy in bed. Like that to me is like, I probably won't hook up with a guy that doesn't like to be called daddy. Like this dude that I'm like fucking on a regular basis, he loves it. And he'll like, I don't know. I feel like if you call a guy daddy, he's usually going to say good girl to you. Right. And that is, like, my kryptonite. Like, if a dude says good girl, I'm just like, you know what? You can do whatever the fuck you want to me, and I'm going to say please and thank you. And I'm okay with that. But I personally really enjoy calling a guy daddy, and I probably will not stop. It's probably only going to be weird if, like, I ever pop, like, if I ever pop out a little fucker, and then it's, like, an actual, like, 
dude I'm in a relationship with and it's dad, and then I'm going to be like, meh, I don't know if I want to call you daddy now. Right? Hey. <laughs> You're still going for it? Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd still go for it. Okay. I mean, that's fine. I mean, you can be a father, but you can still be dad. I mean, yeah. There's a difference between a dude. Oh, my God. You see a guy and you're just like, daddy. Literally, daddy. And I'm like, I like when I go to a bar or somewhere and I'm just like scanning the room for the dude that looks like he's going to fuck my life up the most. And I'm like, I like you. (laughs) I'm going to call you daddy later. Speaking of, I want to know how you identify someone who has a daddy king. Oh. How do you identify a dom? How do you identify a daddy? I, it just depends. I mean, usually, like, if I'm in my usual setting of going to a bar, and it's usually not going to be, like, a college bar or, like, a cheap, like, bar. It's going to be more of, like, a martini bar or a lounge or something. And it's usually a guy that is dressed fairly well. Like he has a nice watch. I don't know. Like that's, I also think it kind of depends on like what he's drinking. Like if he's got like a glass of whiskey or a martini and then I'm like, yeah. Whiskey or scotch? Because I feel like it's two completely whiskey, scotch or bourbon. Oh my God. Okay. I'm going to go scotch. Okay. No. Do you disagree? No, I, I, I would, I would agree. If you said whiskey, I would, I, that's more blue collar, so I, okay, I, just, yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. see that as much as I would see someone enjoying a nice bourbon on the rocks or an old fashioned yeah. or something like that. Yeah, I feel like any guy that drinks an old fashioned probably gonna fuck my life up. In arguably the best way possible. Yeah. Oh, completely. Like I will say thank you. <laughs> I will say thank you. Um, but I also think it's more of the guy that's just kind of like sitting there. He's not being wild. He's not out dancing or he's not really going after all the bitches in the bar because he has just like this quiet confidence. Yeah. And it's, it is. It's like the confidence that I'm just like, he knows he's going to get pussy tonight or he looks like he just has his life together and I don't know, like, in my head right now, I'm just picturing, like, a dude with, like, salt and pepper, a beard, like, tall, muscular, but that's just my fantasy. (laughs) But I don't know. I think it's just, like, if he's sitting there, he has a drink, and he's kind of just scanning the room, and he knows what he's looking for, and he's not gonna, like, fuck around with all these, like, bitches that don't know what they're doing, or... That are just being wild. Like he's usually going for the girl that is more on the sub side. And I think they're usually a bit more shy out. You have the girl that's going to be crazy and like a party animal and she's got daddy issues, but she's the one that wants all the attention. But then you have the girl that is more like on the shy side, but you can tell that she's like kind of more like into whatever just kind of by how she's looking around and what she's drinking and all of this stuff that is going to be more on the submissive side that's just how I perceive it I mean I could be totally wrong I would I would agree to an extent yeah but I like I go to Vegas a lot so it's kind of interesting there because the guys that are more on the daddy dom side whatever are usually not at the clubs and if they are at the clubs they're the 
bad kind of daddy doms. They're the ones that will actually fuck your life yes. up in the worst way possible. Yeah, that you're probably gonna wake up with herpes. And or several unwanted bruises. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. And I think that's kind of like to me I just gravitate more towards like an older guy because I feel like he knows what the fuck he's doing and he's going to be aggressive in the best way possible instead of a dude that's just gonna like slap me across the face and have no clue like how hard he should do it to make it enjoyable for me instead of I'm gonna beat the fuck out of this bitch you know I don't know I mean no I know what you're saying I'm trying to eloquently respond oh don't try Uh, to eloquently respond just fucking go for it you know I I definitely agree I, I mean there's definitely a fine line when you're, you know, as a male on the dominant side of things, I think there's a fine line between knowing what the fuck you're doing, yeah, and just being a, 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 an abusive asshole, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I hooked up with this dude like a month ago, and he, I needed like rough sex, like I was not having good. I don't have good sex really until like recently, and. He was so rough, but it was, it was good because I needed that roughness. But if it was just like, if him and I were fucking each other on a regular basis and he was being that rough, like I had bruises for a week. Like I thought I was going to have handprints across my face. I had full handprints on my ass. Like I, my legs were bruised. My like chest was bruised. My neck was bruised. My arms were bruised. And I was like, I look like I literally just got the fuck beat out of me. Like, and it was, I was hot at the time. Like it was hot in the moment. I was very intoxicated, but I like, we had sex the next day and I wasn't like hung over anything, but it was like super intense. And it was more on the, like, this probably should not have happened side, but I don't know. That's just me. Do you have anything else to add for the daddy? daddy stuff any do you think you live up to the chad stereotype <laughs> i mean I, I feel like it's really important to uh to define the chad stereotype i mean honestly if i'm being objective yeah probably um i agree i mean your fuckboy tendencies just this jeep driving chad who is in a fraternity you oh, know God. i i live up to I check every box for the stereotype, but I do the best job I can not to live up to that stereotype. I mean, okay. I can get behind that. I check a lot of boxes, but I'm also respectable. You're the most unchad chad that I've ever met. That is probably the greatest compliment I've ever been given. <laughs> well, that's what I'm here for. You know? <laughs> I don't know about that. Bro, we're, I'm not even playing the game with you anymore. You're fine. <laughs> we're each in our own game. The uh, end game. No? I don't know about that. No end game with the crazy bitch. No. no I, I do not think that that's... Uh, Hit it and quit it? Uh, Hit it a couple times and quit it? Have some fun. Maybe fuck my life up momentarily and then quit it. Jesus Christ. Well, I wish you the best with that dumb bitch. (laughs) 
I mean, if it, worst comes to worst, I'll sublease my apartment and move. <laughs> probably to the next county, but I mean, oh regardless. My God. Well, yeah, that's probably the best. Okay, cool. All right, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, stay safe, stay kinky.